Welcome to Spirit Behind the Screen. Each episode, your host, Marty McCurdy, deep dives on industry trends around high reliability electronics and the supply chain in aerospace and defense. This is episode 56 with Steve Cruz and Jason Brandsman, Spirit Account Representatives, about building customer relationships. This is Marty McCurdy with Spirit Electronics and our podcast Behind the Screen. Today I have two of my teammates with me, Jason and Steve. So gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yes. Get you out of your chairs and away from your desks for a minute over there. So I appreciate you coming. So you guys are two of our strongest leaders in sales here at Spirit from a distribution channel standpoint. And we just wanted to kind of get a feel for what's happening out here in the industry right now. What's, you know, what's going on in supply chain, you know, what's happening with our customer base, which we all know is the primes in the aerospace and defense. So uh, first and foremost, I want to say thank you for all your efforts because we've, every year we win all of our prime contractors uh, awards for supplier of the year and small business awards so i believe this year northrop bae lockheed martin boeing probably just to name a few so i think jason you went and received some of our awards yeah absolutely i think it was back in march the northrop grumman award for small business and uh, it was a great experience it was in baltimore very high class and just got a feel for what's all involved in in this industry and how we're just kind of a, a small puzzle to the piece but it was great to be recognized and, and be able to, to share that with, with some of the team. Yeah, that's great. I know we've done um, Boeing. I think some of the other team members went to Boeing in Florida maybe this year, but I've done the Boeing and the Raytheon BAE. It's it's their time to thank us, and uh, usually it's very classy and high-end, so yeah, it's super fun to, to get out there and, and, and see the other side. Actually, you get to see their view, right? So it's always helpful. Well, let's talk about the you know, the trends in the sales right now. So Steve, I know you're a heavy hitter and handle a couple accounts. So, you know, what are you seeing out there in the trends right now, especially coming in with just the fiscal year starting fresh and things like that? What's going on in your in your world? We had a really good month in September. Some of the weeks were a little bit slower than others, uh, but we, you know, finished the quarter pretty strong. Myself here in October, it's really starting to pick up. I know Q4 is always a you know, very uh, busy time in our industry. So it's getting busy. Yeah, it's uh, I, I talked to other CEOs of, you know, the big A's and things like that and uh, other distribution channels. And they always talk about they're slow or their numbers are down or whatever. And I'm like, what are you talking about? But we are so focused and only handle aerospace defense. So our market is always very strong, very busy. So I think I always encourage you guys take a break when it's slow and get caught up on all your things. Um, I think both of you have had great success. What do you chalk that up to? I think a lot of it is just relationships, whether it be with the suppliers or I know our main contact that, that we deal with are the buyers. So just really engaging with them and building a relationship with them and constantly reaching out if you don't hear from them for a while and maintaining that throughout the year. and. I think that's a big, big way to help with, with numbers. And obviously they're the face of the company to us. We don't really deal with the engineers or anything like that on a, on a daily level. So maintaining that communication with the, the people that we're talking to every day is, 
kind of the main reason why we have success. Yeah, great. Steve, you and I just made a trip to Colorado and met with some of our TI reps out there. So you really exercise the relationship we have with our suppliers, especially TI, Xilinx, Intersil, some of our bigger ones. You kind of have that strategy to collaborate with them on the outside. Yeah, you know, my main thing is to make everyone's job easy because when someone makes my job easy, I want to go work with them. So whether it's working with the suppliers like TI or the buyers at, let's say, Lockheed Martin, uh, my main goal is to get them the information they need in the quickest way possible so they can do their job and uh, do it well. Well, note to self, make Steve's job easier. That's, <laughs> that's his retention plan over there, I hear. Um, but some of the things I know you guys spend a lot of time, and our director of purchasing spends a ton of time in her department, is the expedite, right? So you guys are always asked for the expedite and, and moving things forward. So everybody is a little bit weary of the long lead time. So I, I think we have a couple suppliers that are way out there. So what are you finding these days with uh, the supply chain? Yeah, I mean, every supplier is different. Um, we're finding that we're getting things quick, six, seven weeks, um, all the way up to close to three years. So just maintaining that relationship with the suppliers. We have dedicated support team to maintain that communication with the suppliers and maintain dates. We need to push something. We can do that. If um, dates get pushed out, uh, we make sure the customer knows and, and we do everything we can to, to lower that gap. And that's what I think makes Spirit so successful is that we have that personal communication where a lot of other people don't. So we have dedicated staff to almost per account to maintain that communication and just to, to be proactive and not reactive. Yeah, no, for sure. I, I appreciate all the effort that goes on here in the sales side. You guys are very high touch, especially between you two. You're always competing to see who has the best month. Uh, but the high touch, we do get a lot of compliments about, you know, how much customer care we, we give the customers and the relationship with our suppliers, but also how nimble we are, right? So you guys talk about getting your quotes back quickly, and we thank our suppliers for that and our, our purchasing team to add that support for you guys to be able to turn that quickly. I think expedite is always the, you know, the challenge. Everybody wants it quicker. And, you know, quite honestly, the, the world has changed, right? Since COVID and, and, and the, the onslaught of Amazon. I mean, I don't know who doesn't buy from Amazon right now. I'm not promoting them, but it teaches all of the consumers to think that you can get whatever you need tomorrow, right? And you can get it online and you can, you know, make this execution. But really in our world right now, that just is not possible, right? So I think that if there is a message out of this podcast, it's, you know, we encourage our primes, look, plan early, <laughs> call early, you know. Uh, it's always the classic case when, the, when you've been working on a, a project for four months, right? And finally they go, oh yeah, here's the PO. And you said, you know, 18 weeks. We said 18 weeks back <laughs> when you needed it, but you know, I can't, I can't cut it any closer than that. So Steve, when we talk about the, the expedite, I know you are always kind of watching your orders, even after you've booked them just to kind of keep, make sure the customer gets a response, right? So Talk to us a little bit about the Alice report. So the Alice report's going out, giving people all this update. Is that a, a, are your customers finding that to be an advantage? Yeah, the customers really, really, really like the Alice report. It goes out once a week. It gives them all the information on their pending 
orders with spirit, um, whether it's if the order's been pulled in, if it's been pushed out, if it's holding to its uh, due date. So it gives a nice overview of their entire business with spirit in one report. And it's constantly updated. We can update it every hour if we wanted to, but we send it to them once a week, unless if they ask for the report, uh, maybe twice a week, you know, whatever they want, we're here, you know, to please them, obviously, so. Yeah, it's our AI piece. It's funny that people are calling or emailing Alice, but uh, we have to tell them she is artificial, but uh, it does help. Um, I know that you've had some good success on the value add side, and we've recently, a couple months ago, we added our, our FA lab, so we have a lot of DPA now coming in. So um, are you guys finding that effort coming around for your primes to add DPA? I think it's kind of a, a little bit of a slow-moving process at the moment. I think it just as far as the time frame that it came out, I think ending Q3 and fiscal year, I think a lot of these things were kind of already set in stone. But we definitely are getting busier with that now, getting into Q4, new fiscal year. So I think we're really going to start seeing that take off and requests and, and being able to, to get approved on, um, on lines for these. Yeah, it's great. Well, we know our director of uh, quality is uh, deep into audits right now. So uh, our ISO and DLA audits are within the weeks here up uh, in our Colorado facility. And then we've also added uh, TI Foundry. So I know you guys are kind of touching that now and starting to roll out the TI Foundry business for our ASIC. So have you had any opportunities to, uh, you know, kind of farm for that? I have not yet. However, it's something that's on my to-do list with many other things. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's start checking those off, <laughs> um, But no, it's obviously a really great opportunity that uh, TI gave us, and it's something that I'm looking forward to uh, delving in coming up here in Q4 and beyond. Yeah, so Steve, it's been uh, great for the uh, ASIC opportunities that we have, especially with all of the foundries consolidating and our access to, to some foundry services through TI. So we did do a press release just about our ASIC capabilities, and uh, I believe we got 1.4 million impressions on that. So I'm not big on social media, but uh, at least 1.4 million is a pretty big hit. So. I look forward to how you guys are going to engage there, looking for new opportunities within your existing customer bases, but really it's a, probably a different group of engineering than we currently are touching, I'm guessing. Yeah, yeah. You know, typically I'm working with uh, the buyers, although sometimes we can get the engineers involved. They want to hop on the phone. I know it's not their favorite thing to do. Um, <laughs> but uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to getting that off the ground here for Spirit and uh, bring another piece to our uh, whole turnkey solution. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, the uh, the end-to-end uh, has just moved up the food chain, so we're, we're really looking forward to that. Well, I thank you both for being on with me today. Is there any other things that uh, you want to close with? Um, not really. Go you want to talk about your pickleball game, Steve? <laughs> <laughs> not really. <laughs> Jason? Go Diamondbacks. Oh, true. Yeah, go D-backs. Yeah, I forgot. Uh, oh, yeah, we did a game this year. It was fun against the Giants. My Giants lost. So anyway, yeah, you're right. Go D-backs. Sounds good. Well, thanks, you guys. I appreciate you being here today, uh, Jason and Steve with Spirit. Um, and this is our podcast behind the screen. 
Thanks for listening with Spirit this week. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to let us know what you want to hear about in aerospace and defense. You can find out more about Spirit's value-added services and product lines at spiritelectronics.com.